Hey everybody, Eric Anthony here, your friendly neighborhood all things MSP podcast producer, letting you know that I am going to be at CompTIA ChannelCon August 1st through the 3rd. Now, this will be the first time I've ever presented live on stage my new customer experience framework for building the MSP that you want. Now, what's special about this is I took a customer experience journey and kind of mapped that out to your needs, the needs of your employees, and the needs of your clients, and broke it down into distinct sections that you can work on as an MSP owner. Now, very simple steps to follow, but the difference is I'm not telling you how to build the business. I'm telling you what things you need to put together in the way that makes the business uniquely yours. And one of the biggest competitive edges right now that I think any MSP can have is their customer experience. So come join me at CompTIA ChannelCon. I actually have a code that will save you $1,200 off the registration price. So use code EANTH23 when you're registering for CompTIA, and I will see you there. So what's one thing you think I need to get for my new studio? Like what's the, cause my, my friends in LA are always like, you need to get a stream, a stream deck. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I love mine for even non streaming stuff. Like I've got buttons for word, Excel and PowerPoint. And you know, I've got mute buttons and, stuff to turn my video off on on zoom i've got little timers you know see, see i have control of my life i don't need it <laughs> well good for you but those of us with adhd do not today we're talking about what to do to control your life eric has his in a little stream deck and i have a notebook with a lot of colored pencils well but i didn't Make say sure. that was the only way like that's just that's just to keep me on time or try to right because i have those little timers put on my stream deck but uh, i used to have in fact my wife still makes fun of me even though i do this digitally now uh, i started out with a bullet journal planner and okay. all of the different colors and stamps and the stickers and the whole nine yards right now i didn't do pretty i had reasons for those things like yeah. logistic organizational reasons but she used to say, are you coloring? And I'm like, no, I'm organizing so I can get done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP podcast. I'm your host, Justin Esker. As always with me is my good friend and OG host and now producer, Mr. Eric Anthony. Eric, what's up, buddy? Having a great time producing this show. I've said this before. I said it once before. I'll say it again. You do all the heavy lifting. I'm just the talking head clown that makes everything sound good. Well, and speaking of the heavy lifting, or not the heavy lifting, because it's really not that hard, right? <laughs> but the stuff that I do on the back end to support the show, um, we have a couple of new links that people can use. So if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can go to atmsp.link forward slash podcast 
to request being on the show, uh, as well as if you want to wink, wink, hint, hint, be a sponsor, you can go to atmsp.link forward slash sponsor for more information about sponsorship. That's awesome. And if you want to be a guest, remember, we're talking to people who want to help the MSP community. And we also want to talk to you, the MSP community itself. We want you to come on. We want to talk about your business. We want to help you through. Think about it as like a, a free coaching call, right? Where you can come on, talk about a problem that you're having. And Eric and I will tell you what to do and then hold you to it for the rest of your life until you get it done. Because follow through is everything. Speaking of following through, here's a man who follows through with every commitment I've ever given him, even if it takes place at 4.30 in the morning, his time, because he's in Australia, Mr. David Lindsay. What's up, man? Justin and Eric, thank you very much for having me on board. I'm pumped up and excited to share this time with you and the listeners and hopefully give them some tools they can use straight away to lift their energy. So for those who don't know you, uh, David, let's give a quick like two minute. And then also, I know it's really early in the morning. So what are you planning on having for breakfast today? Yeah, so the quick two minute breakdown. I'm a former athlete. I was a footballer, arm wrestler, cage fighter, and injuries stopped my career with all, all of those sports. I realized that there was a gap that we could take their philosophies from sport and bring it across to the corporate world. And that's what I do. I speak about raising vitality because that's what I'm all about. I'm all about raising energy, raising teamwork, raising morale, therefore raising productivity and profitability within the business. So yes, it's 4.30 in the morning. I haven't had anything yet. I've got my water ready to go that I'll be sipping along the way. I'll be heading out to the gym straight after this. Normally I like going to the gym beforehand, but you know, it, it is 4.30 in the morning here. So I'll go afterwards and I'll have a shake after that as well. No, I knew you were going to say a shake. I really, like, I was waiting for you. Part, part, part of me was hoping to be like, I'm going to have a bagel with cream cheese. But no, a protein shake, it sounds, it's, it's kind of like right on brand with you. Um, so thanks for being here, man. So one of the things I want to talk about today is the fact that, like, it's very, and look, I don't, I, I know a lot of you listening are going to take offense to this, but like, you know, this is true. It's very common to find the unhealthy within the MSP community. Why? Because we sit on our butts all day long in front of a keyboard mm -hmm. and like, yeah, standing desks are cool, but they're not actually doing a whole lot. Um, so the reason I wanted to bring you on there is because like, we need to talk about why it's important that MSP business owners take care of their health and that they should secondarily promote health within their business. And so I want to talk to you about why and how they can do this. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, certainly, because well, you look at look at anything that goes on, you can make so much money, but if you're sick, if you're dead, if you're not performing, if you're in hospital, what's the point in having all of that money, all of that that luxurious stuff? If you're, you know, you, you're incapacitated, you're in a wheelchair, your, your mind also follows because if you're, if you're overweight, if you're not energetic, your mind tends to wander as well. So it's all about concentration. It's about performance. It's really about raising, like I said, teamwork and morale. Because if I'm, if I'm up there and I'm excited, well, it's contagious to the people that are around me. But if I come in and I have a high fat, high sugar donut. I'm relying upon caffeine to keep me going, keep me going. The other people around are gonna follow. Yes, you get those spikes, but you also get the drops as well, which is if, if you have a healthy lifestyle, you 
stay hydrated. I've got my water down here. You have nutritious food. Not only does it fuel the body, but it also fuels the mind for peak performance. So you don't get that big drop off. You, you get to stay level the whole way. And you notice that it's a high level. It's not a low level as well. So that's what we're all about. We're all about raising energy, morale, productivity, and profitability. And I think that's a key element, right? Because I remember, I remember hearing this a long time ago. They said that like body fat is not just around your stomach. It will seep into your mind. And the idea mm. of that, whilst utterly disgusting, is <laughs> that it can, it can slow you down when, especially in, its, in, in an industry like ours, which is so critical you know, you have a client who calls you, you have a CEO who calls you and says, Hey, I, I can't print. I got to print right now. I'm going on, I'm going on an airplane. You got to get me. Fixed. You can't be like, uh, hang on a minute. I can't think straight. You got to be able to jump yeah. right into it. Right. And so the, the lethargic way of being, which is very common in our industry. And again, like I know people are sitting at home or you guys are sitting in your car right now listening to this going like, is he talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. Like- <laughs> Yeah, the reality check. You know who I'm not talking about? I'm not talking about David, who by the way, can like pick me up over his head and throw me six feet across the room, <laughs> right? And don't get me wrong, I'm calling the ghetto black here. I know personally also why I take why why I shoot standing up because you only see me from like the the elbow line up, but like <laughs> I work out. I have a trainer. I'm trying to eat better. Um, like these are things we have to do because if you can't get into that moment right away, you're gonna lose clients. Mm. And 100. percent And what you said just there as well is getting a coach, training, eating right. But it it's all done little bit by little bit. You can't make drastic changes as well. Because I, I see it all the time myself. People come in, they're overweight. They want to do these changes to change their life, which good on them for doing that. But they change so many things at once. They lift stupid amount of weights for the first two, if they make two weeks, the first two weeks. And then you don't see them again because they jump feet first in. They damage their muscles, which is what we're intending to do. But they're overriding their system too much. And then you don't see them again. One thing that I tell people that I train um, clients as well is it's consistency over intensity. The intensity will come. It can be getting up, stepping away from your computer, going for a walk around the block, you know, getting some fresh air, getting the body moving, getting the blood pumping is a great way to get the mind on track as well. Yeah, I, I love the taking a walk thing. And I know it, it seems cliche to say it. Um, and, and I'll be honest, this this summer i haven't done as much walking as i did last summer um but like when i walked every day last summer and i purposely made myself get up and get out of the house and take a walk around my neighborhood like it showed mm. right yeah. uh last year last year for 2022 i challenged myself to ride my peloton bike every day for 30 minutes and i did that every day for an entire year I didn't miss a single okay. day and i made it and then this year i got to march and then my knee started hurting and i stopped doing it and now all of a sudden I'm getting fatter again. And I'm like, now I'm hating myself, right? Like body dysmorphia, mm. whatever it is. And I've ha I have a trainer I'm working out with and I'm getting stronger. I think a lot of it is shifting from my stomach into other other parts. I, I, I'm pretty sure your biceps are still seven times the size of mine. But <laughs> but like that, what you said was consistency is key. And that's something that my trainer says also. And I think that's also true 
in our business, right? The reason Eric and I record every week at the exact same time and put out these shows every week on the exact same day is that consistency. When you build that up mm. and you start small, I mean, we started with what? It was originally, Eric, like originally we were just doing a half hour. Now we're recording a pre-show, a show, a post-show, all within an hour. We're locked in. We've already figured out our schedule. Like you build that up over time. Mm. Then it becomes, it doesn't become a chore. I think it's really what this is about, right? They'd be like, if you if you do small incremental steps, it doesn't become a chore. It actually becomes something that like your body wants to do. It's like muscle memory, right? Yeah. Oh, it's eight o'clock. It's four thirty. I gotta go. I mean, I'm not getting up at four thirty. Screw that. But like, <laughs> for we you, need to right? convince him, David. Four fifteen, four thirty is the time to get up. Okay, that's so the time quick, when the magic happens. Real quick. Uh, I remember watching uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson on an interview one time, and apparently he created an app uh, that would wake you up. You had an option of setting your own alarm clock, or you could wake up when he wakes up, and it would automatically push out. So whatever time he woke up, everybody woke up. And the best part of it was the alarm clock was his voice going, eh, 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 eh. I could do this all day. Eh, eh, eh. Like, it was hilarious. Um, yeah, I can't. The, I have two little kids at home. I need sleep. Um but that that consistency, that small momentum, builds it up, and then you get to the point where you're like, well, "What I was trying to say was like, you get to the point where like it's four thirty in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning when you do your workout, and you go, huh, I should be working out right now,' and you just do it. You don't even think about it. Mm. Yeah, it becomes habitual, and it's the same as with anything you do. You get up, like people that smoke cigarettes, filthy habit. But you know. I've been talking to people and they stand there and I put, they put a cigarette in and I go, why do you do that? And they weren't even aware that they were doing it. It was just an automatic thing. And you want yeah. to get away from the bad habits of being like automatic and create good habits. And as you said, bit by bit, it's like reading. I'd, I wasn't a big fan of reading up until only a few years ago because I was so busy doing this, this, this. Reading just got in the way. But I'd forced myself to read five pages and then 10 pages. And then before you know it, I really enjoy reading. I've got books around me now because not only do I enjoy the reading, but I enjoy the the end result, which is me getting more knowledge because I read, I read books that are personal development books. I don't read, you know, story time books. I, I read books that are going to help me move forward, that are going to help me get my message out better to people. So seeing the end result as well, like putting on muscle, being more active, you know, you're going to see the result that you go, man, it's, it's what 4.30 in the morning or 4.30 in the afternoon and I feel good. I'm ready to keep on going. It's not, I feel sluggish. And that's what it's all about. It's about energy is one of the rare things. The more you use it, the more you get. So you need to create that energy within yourself. And you do that by training, by being active, by having water, by eating nutritious food. So it's that holistic approach that you need to take as well. Right. I think it's also really funny that like, as MSP owners, we look up to people, right? Like we look up to uh, the CEO of Microsoft, uh, Satya, and we look up to Sundar over at Google and Tim Cook over at Apple. Like they're all really thin people. Like, mm. like, and I know like Tim Cook's, you know, there's been interviews where he, he gets up at four in the morning and goes for a run and then works out and sits in a sauna and then he checks his email and then he does this, and then he eats breakfast. And it like, not that I'm knocking the 430 thing, but like there's a reason to get up that early, right? 
and do these exercises. The and, and what's funny is that like these people, the CEO of Google, Microsoft, and Apple are people that we as MSP owners should be idolizing because we live in mm. their world. And yet we don't saw that. Uh, we don't uh, follow in their footsteps. And we 100%, I think, should. Yeah. Well, it's like with anything. When I was playing football, I'd look at the top rugby league players. What are they doing? What are they doing training? What are they eating? And then you try and model their behavior. Same as when I was fighting, you'd see the elite athletes fighting in the UFC, fighting here, fighting in different promotions, and try and model their behavior. Now that I've got into speaking, I have my favorite speakers. I love watching Eric Thomas, uh, Les Brown, Tony Robbins. What are they doing? How are they manipulating their body? How are they manipulating their voice to create a memorable message? Same as like you say with the leaders, the CEOs, these guys are super, super busy and yet they still create time to get active. So you look at the, the guys that are at the top of their game. So you model their behavior. How are you expected to perform the same as they do if you're overweight, if you're lethargic, if you're dragging your feet along, when you see these guys, like you said, they're getting up early, they train, they jump in the sauna, they do their work early because that's another reason why I do it. I don't necessarily do it because everyone else does, but I think we all do it for the same reason because at four o'clock in the morning, you don't have the distractions. You don't have all this noise going on. It's time with training that I can have to myself. It's time doing talks that I can have to myself. It's time working on my book that I can have to myself where it's no distractions from the people that I work with or distractions from external people, people that are from the other side of the world. You know, that four to five to six, there's a two, two hour window that I can really concentrate and get so much done in that time. It's funny you talk about that because I didn't even realize. So when I wrote my book, Apitalize on Your Idea, granted this is now we're going on almost 10 years, I had a real hard time writing it. It wasn't until I went to Japan where I couldn't be bothered and I was on a mm. bullet train for two hours and my wife was sleeping that I wrote 90% of the book, mm. right? Because I wasn't, there, there was zero way for people to distract me. So like, if you can't go to Japan and get on a train, 4.30 in the morning might be something that you want to look at. <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's a time when you can be super productive. Like you said, my, my wife, she's still asleep. She's a normal sort of person. She'll probably be asleep by the time I get back from the gym. But it's this time that I have, I get to spend it just with you guys, just with the listeners. I don't have all these other noises going on. And you can get so much done in a very short amount of time if you're single focused. And that's what so many people, you know, they try and multitask. It doesn't work. I'd be remiss to ask when you go to the gym, what are you working on today when you go to the gym? You doing, you doing ch chest and shoulders today? Because I feel like today's a shoulders day. <laughs> it's an everyday chest and shoulders day. Now, I'll be putting on my gloves. I'll be doing a super set where I'll, I'll be on the bag with my MMA gloves, then go to a rope, then to an assault bike, then doing some intervals on the treadmill. And I'm going to work probably about, 45, 50 minutes of that and be wiped out. And then I'm going to go practice my talk after that. Because I love practicing my talk when I'm mentally and physically exhausted. Because if I can train my mind to do it in that sort of time, under that sort of stress, while the cleaners are around doing it, I put headphones on and I have crowd noise. 
just to increase the stress when I go out and perform so much more fun. I can be truly in the moment because I'm not up in my head. I'm with the audience. Right. I'm just exhausted hearing about your workout. I still have to do my, my trainer has challenged me to do anywhere between 60 and a hundred Russian twists every day for 30 days. And I'm on day like seven. Uh, and I still have to do, my, which I'll do after this call. But like, if I miss, and I missed the day one, so I'm actually, I, this is my second time trying to get 30 days in a row. Um, but so this is what we're talking about, right? Like for those who are listening, like stop for a minute and think about how much better you would be with a clear mind. Mm, how much better you would be if you can spring out of your chair a little bit better. Think about when you have to go up and down the stairs in your house and your knees don't hurt. Like mm. all of those things compound. They're exponentially dangerous. It's not just one and then another. It literally is exponentially dangerous to the to yeah. your own, forget health, but your wealth, your well-being, and then your company's wealth. A hundred percent. Because and it all starts from the top as well. Because if you're the the boss of your business, you're your business owner. People are looking up to you, like how, like you said, looking up to the CEOs of Microsoft, of Apple, looking up to those guys. As an owner of a business, people are looking up to you, getting guidance that you may not even be aware of looking at you. Yeah. So you want to be a good role model for them. So how can you role model proactivity? So you can role model that by actually getting away from the office, clearing your head, going for a walk, because having a lunch break, when I do a talk, I ask people how many people have a lunch break. And so many people say it's a badge of honor. No, I worked my way through lunch again. That's how dedicated I am to the job. And really, it, it's counterproductive. It seems like, yes, I'm going to sit at my computer. I'm going to get so much more done. But it's like sprinting. You can't sprint. Well, a lot of the people, a lot of people can't even sprint 100 meters these days. But you don't sprint a kilometer. You pace it out. But what the same bolt does is he sprints 100 meters, then he recovers. And then he goes again and again. You have to think of your mind as a muscle that you want it to be sprinting. You want it to get a lot done in a small amount of time, but then you need to allow it to recover. You allow your mind to recover so that you can sprint again. So you can sprint again. And there's a technique called the Pomodoro technique that's been scientifically proven to help you retain more information and be more productive. And that's where you work in short, intense chunks. But then you get up and move. You hydrate, you talk to people, then you come back and you do it again and again and again. It's and funny it's you talk about Pomodoro because we, Eric and I were just talking about timers and I was literally going to talk about Pomodoro before you came in. Yeah, yeah. so he was making fun of me earlier before we started the show about my timers on my stream deck. And that's exactly what I use them for. Right. Mm. So that right here at the computer, if I know that I need to work for 25 minutes, I hit the 25 minute button after the 25 minutes mm. is up. I take that five minutes. I get up, I go downstairs. Maybe it's just to walk downstairs and walk back up the stairs. I don't know, but you know, yeah. it gets me reset a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I love it. And like you said, it's you get up and so you're not sitting at your screen waiting for that, that couple of minutes, but it's getting up moving, getting some blood pumping, getting away, being able to talk to people. Our minds are funny, funny things that if we give ourselves 25 minutes, like you said, with the timer, Eric, it's you're, it's amazing how much you can get done in 25 minutes. 
But if you put the same timer for an hour, you probably, you, your mind goes, okay, have an hour to get the same amount of work done. So our mind finds ways to fill our time, whether it's, you, you think you're productive, but you're not, your mind's just playing tricks on you, which is why it's great to have Justin, like you mentioned, your coach before, where they keep you accountable. Eric, you yeah. were talking about your timer, the 25 minutes, it keeps you accountable to get however much you need to get done in that time, as opposed to just going on a whim. Oh, I'm going to get this done eventually and eventually becomes nev never. But having that, that structure, it's amazing Yeah, how, how much we can get done. And that's something I keep talking about, keep pushing. And people, once they've done it for a little while, they go, oh, it works. Yes, it does work. You just have to put in the work for it to work. Yeah. And it's, it's very similar to like when you were in college or university and like you have three weeks to write a paper. When did you do it? Everybody, everybody did it the night before. Yeah. Nobody yeah. did it three weeks early, right? Like it's that same thing. So having that clear mind, clear body, uh, drink more water. I mean, I know water is a, here's the thing, like water is weird because everybody always knew that water was good for you. But now like you have people like fitness people like yourself who are like all water all the time, blah, blah, blah. And you still have people who are like, ah, I don't know, I'm still getting on the water thing. And my favorite water person, by the way, there's a dude on TikTok. He's the water sommelier. I don't know if you've seen this guy, but like <laughs> he talks about how water is not just water. And he like picks apart like whose water is the best and hashtag not a sponsor liquid death, which I drink their sparkling uh, is probably one of the best ones. Um, but like the water thing, I, what I really find it funny also is that like there really is an app for everything. So like there's apps to keep track of your stuff. Uh, uh, you know, put your to-do list. There's apps to keep track of being healthy. There's apps like Pomodoro. I found a new one called Water Llama and it records, I record every time I drink and I have to hit a hundred ounces of hydration, not just water, hydration a day because I drink a lot of uh, iced tea. But like iced tea is not bad when it has no sugar. If you have sugar in it, it's yeah. a different story. So like I drink a non-sweetened iced tea and I drink a lot of water. And if I don't fill my little my little water, my I picked a lot. I picked a otter as my animal because I'm because I'm cute like that. <laughs> as if I don't to... fill my otter every day, you know, I don't. I, I feel bad about things. And it, you mm. know, you keep a running total, and it's got a, a tracker. How many days in a row? And you can win, you know, in-game prizes. Not that they mean anything, but like all of these things are out there. Okay, so water. Yeah. How much I drink 100 ounces, but I, I think there was a reason I do that. Like, how much water should somebody be drinking a day? Well, there, there's so many different variables in there. I drink a lot more than most because I'm going to be sweating it out in like an hour and a half time. So you have to take everything into account as well. If it's summer, you're going to drink more water as well. But I just say, like, I don't necessarily keep account on it myself. I just go make sure you have some there. And even when you feel hungry or when you just, you have, you know, 30 seconds, you just go pick it up. Just have some there available at all times because you, you're going to get, if you don't have it there available, you're going to get to the end of the day and go, oh, you know what? I've been through the whole day without any water. So don't rely upon a bubbler, you know, at the end of the office or don't rely about, about the um, tap in the kitchen have water within arm's reach and just whenever you think about it, whenever you see it, you spot it, you drink it.
because those little bits, like with training little by little, they're going to add up. What people have to be aware of is it will take a week or two weeks for your body to get used to having that amount of water. Because originally, I think it's funny that when you're dehydrated, your body doesn't absorb the water when it comes in. When you're dehydrated and your body's used to being in that dehydrated state, when you drink water, it goes in and then it comes out just as quick. So you have to train your body to be able to absorb and utilize the water. It's like I saw a really good study that, well, it wasn't a study, good footage that was done with grass and it had grass that was in a drought. And so they had a cup and they put water on it and they open it up and it didn't absorb the water. Whereas a green lush grass, they open it up and it absorbed the water. So you have to train your body to be able to take in the water and therefore utilize it. So just be aware the first week or two, you might be going, oh man, I have to go to the toilet again. Go through it. The benefits, like with lifting weights, like with training, they don't come instant. That's one thing that I keep pushing with people as well, is forget about instant gratification. There's very few things that are instantly gratified. It's the long term. That's where you get the results. Keep an eye on the future and the goals. Right. I didn't know that about the. I didn't know that about the the absorption of water thing. Like, because I. It's funny. Like growing up, uh, you know, water was a obviously water was a thing. It, it existed. Um, but like, <laughs> it was a magic you know, thing. At the at the dinner table, we had a glass and there was some water in it, and like that was it. Or I had some water throughout the day from a water fountain or a hose or whatever it is. Now. Yeah. My kids will not go a foot and a half without my son has four water bottles strewn around the house, always yeah. drinking from them. He has one at the dinner table. He has one with him at school. Like they used to not do that, right? Like when we went to school, mm. you wouldn't allow water in the classroom. Now I have things from the teachers being like, so and so we're allowing second water bottles because they're not they're drinking so much. Like it's insane yeah. how much like we've approved water and and how much more it's changed. Honestly, the water market, the marketing people behind water have got it locked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they certainly do. Yeah, the the eight dollar bottle of water, the best bottle of water. But yeah, like my my daughter's the same. She she carries her water around with her all the time. She has it sitting on on the edge of her bed as well. Like when yeah. I go to her, go I go Jacoby, where's your water bottle? She goes, you know where it is. I go, okay, I know where it is. You know where it is. You go get it and I'll fill it up for you. But it's about, yeah, they have it all the time. A great habit to get into. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a I think it's a super positive way of looking at it. I think it's a great habit to get into. It's just I questioned this the other day. I was talking to Michelle and I was like, when did water become a thing? Like when did we all yeah. all of a sudden decide that like everyone's gonna have a water like I have like four of these water bottles? You know, I have one here, I have one in my office also. Like, what when did that become a thing? Um, also, I, I don't know. Okay. Let me, I'm going to ask you a question. This is a personal question. How do you take your water? Are you like lukewarm? Do you like it ice cold? Do you like it with ice, without ice? Do you put Mimo flavoring in? Like, how do you take your water? I drink it. I drink it. <laughs> it doesn't bother me whether it's warm. Like, I don't really like warm water. My wife, yeah. I just, whatever's available. Like you said, being, growing up, like in the in the 90s you'd have and also in the 80s as well i'm a very old man but you go to the hose you'd let the first part of the hose run out which was right. hot because it had the the sun in it sitting in the hose. Hose. Yeah. yeah and you go uh, there we go i just i just make sure i have it whether it's cold whether it's warm 
I don't really like flavored. I just give me straight out water, water from the bubbler, water from the the tap. Yeah. I don't need any expensive water that needs to be bottled and you know blessed by someone up in the Himalayan mountains. Just give me water, good old fashioned water. For those who are liquid listening on death. YouTube, I'm literally holding up the liquid death can because um, yeah, we talked. Liquid death. It's one of the, this is one of the few things I drink on air when we do the show. Eric, how do you take your water? Oh, you muted. You have to do that one again. Now, now we have to cut and edit. Eric, uh, how do you take your water? Or we make it funny <laughs> because, you know, I That's was on mute. Yeah. Um, no, I just, you know, in my knockoff Yeti tumbler right out of the tap. And I mean, Justin, to, an to answer your question from a few minutes ago, I think, and, and David, you hit on this a little bit too. I think there was a change. Like when I was growing up, we weren't allowed inside, right? So we had to drink out of the hose. That's just the way it was. That's where, that is the liquid. That was the refreshment that was available to yeah. us, right? Yeah. The lifesaver. And then somewhere along the way that changed. And so kids got Kool-Aid and sodas and teas because they could just go to the refrigerator and mom and dad kept it stocked, right? Yeah. That didn't happen for me, by the way, just to be clear. And then, all you know, we start drinking all this stuff that's not good for us. And then mm. people started realizing it and going, oh, we should really go back to that water stuff. <laughs> yeah, because... Because when I think healthy, I think Kool-Aid Ecto Cooler, like the name alone is not, and you, by the way, you can still buy them. I I, I saw this show, I know we're on a tangent, but then you know our show is full of tangents. Uh, <laughs> the guy who used to do Man vs. Food had a show on Hulu where he re revisited all of his like 90s uh, iconic foods. And he visited someone who had like a Ghostbusters museum who had a, Capri, it was Capri Sun Ecto Cooler. And the guy let him drink it, and it was, I, Adam, the host, was just like, "This is gross." It's like, yeah, because the thing has been in a pouch for forty something years. There's probably mold in it. Like, don't drink, mm. drink water. All yeah. right. So, well, if there isn't some bad stuff in it, you go, "What are they putting in it? What chemicals are in there to keep it good for twenty five or thirty years?" You just go, "Man, it's you don't uh, want to think about that." You don't want to think about that. Okay, so get up move a little bit, then slowly move more and more and more, drink more water, read books. I mean, what we're talking about here isn't rocket science. No. It's just, you have to be motivated. Like, I fear that the people who are listening can will not be motivated enough to do it. I need, I want, I want, all right, here's what I'm going to ask you, David. I want, like, the metaphorical punch in the face for them to like stop with their, well, don't stop listening to the podcast. Listen to the end of the podcast, then put your, put your device down and then do this. And whatever it is David says to do, you're going to do it. Okay. So if you're listening, you're going to listen to the end of the show, wait for the end credits, wait for Eric to say something snarky about our website. And then, and then you're going to do what David tells you to do. Ready? Okay. David, tell him what to do. Okay, let's go. You, you've got your body wherever you are. You can do 10 push-ups, 10 squats. Repeat that. You only have to do that five times. And then that's a start. That can be the very first part in starting to move forward. Being a better role model for your family and friends. Being a better role model for the people that you work at. Being more productive. 
And when you're more productive, you're more profitable. So there's so many positive bonuses to go along with it, but yet you're sitting on your ass and that, that doesn't help anyone. What you can also do is organize groups to go out and talk about things, about things not work. Talk about things outside of work, have hobbies outside of work, do rock climbing, do martial arts. I'd, I got into fighting. You don't necessarily have to do that. That's for people that are a little bit silly, a little bit crazy, but get out and move your body and it's not gonna happen overnight. Like I said, people that want instant gratification, it, it doesn't work. Keep right. your eye on the long-term goal, being more active, looking and feeling better. Don't even worry too much about the looks, but you feel so much better. You have more clarity of mind. When you have the clarity of mind, like Justin was talking about, earlier on you're talking to the CEO, CEO on the phone you can come up with with problem solvers you can solve the problems straight away you don't have to go oh just I need 10 minutes for the caffeine to kick in no you're ready to go right from the moment you wake up you're ready to go all right so okay. everyone's gonna Simple. do 10 push-ups everyone's gonna do 10 push-ups and 10 squats and if you don't know how to do it you can google what to do um and then you're gonna write in and and I want you to Comment on this podcast episode with, boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, done. Or even just done. Exclamation point. Done. Exclamation yeah. point. Exclamation point. All right. I have one more request for you, David, because this is common over on that side of town uh, for you. I'm more of New Zealand than Australia, so you know where I'm going with this one. Uh, and we don't do it here in the States, and I really feel like we should do it. And for those who are listening and not watching, you're going to want to come back and watch the YouTube video because we need the views anyway. But I'm going to have David, it's going to wake up his wife. I'm going to have David do the haka. First, I want you to explain what the haka is, and then I want you to do one for us, please. No, I'll, I'm not going to do it. But what I'll do, I'll take yeah. elements from it and going to yeah. help everyone increase their energy in an instant. So what, what it is, I'd love... They, they do it at, at the start of every All Blacks game. They do it even at the Tall Blacks, so the New Zealand um, basketball team. They do it, you know, any international event. It's a war dance. It's a war cry. And they get their body moving. Bah, 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 bah. So they're not only just getting their body moving, but they're chanting as well. So they're chanting and the whole team's doing it and the whole team's doing it. And it builds up the energy. If you've never seen it done before, Highly recommend go checking it out on YouTube. But what I do is, you know, Justin, I get everyone to do this at the end of my talk. So it's about raising the energy. So what I want everyone to do, whether you're listening, whether you're watching, stand up. And we're just gonna move around a little bit just to get the blood, blood flowing. So what you're gonna do, you're gonna stand tall. That's it, I love that, getting the body alive. We're going to stand tall. We're going to do something physical. We're going to do something verbal. It's going to change us at a mental state. So you're either going to slap your thighs or slap your chest, then let it out primal. Rawr! And that is going to wake you up. That's going to wake everyone up. Like Justin said, that's going to wake my wife up, my daughter up. Actually, they're, they're right at the front of the house, so it's all good. So we're just going to stand nice and tall, shoulders back. That way we can really get the energy coming in. On the count of three... I'm going to do it. You guys are going to do it. Everyone's going to do it. We're going to either slap your thighs or slap your chest in a little primal roar. Ready? One, two, three, five. Yes! Oh. That's right. <laughs>
And I always get so excited with that, that I get to the point where I almost lose my voice when I do that. But I love it because it gets everything going, gets everything moving, gets you mentally, spiritually moving, which is that's what we need. We need that energy. You can do it every time you walk into a room. Yes. And use a door frame as an example. I tap on the side. Yes. And then you come in. So it doesn't always need to be yes. But it just, yes. You do it to yourself. Yes. 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 And then you're going to start the day with a shebang bang which is what it's all about. You know, and like I said, right at the start, it's catchy. People are going to go, oh man, I wonder what Justin and Eric and David are on. I want some of what they're on. And you go, you know what? You can have it. And it's going to become that, that positivity side of things. It's going to catch. One becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight. Then the whole office is just energized. And what a place to be. I love it. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and look for the All Blacks. That's the New Zealand rugby team. All Blacks, Haka. Yeah. It's very popular there. They do it at a lot of different places. Do check that out. All right, David, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you online and where can they find uh, to connect with you so you can kick their asses on a more regular basis? Beautiful. I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So find me there. I generally do two or three videos a week just with little hints and tips where you can improve yourself day by day by day. So yeah, find me on LinkedIn or feel free to email me as well at david at davidlindsay.com.au. I just love help, helping people. And the further I can get this message, like I've spoken with you before, Justin, the more we can get the message out, the more impact we can have, the happier we are. And that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here, man. Eric, any closing words? Are you feeling okay over there? Any closing words? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling great. I actually got up at 4.15 this morning, took my mile walk, you know, drank my 12 ounces of water before I took that walk. So... Yeah, we're going to get you on the 415 boat. Yeah, try. Yes. That's, that's how we're going to end the show with me failing to get on the 415 boat. Okay, that's how we're going to end the show. Don't forget to join us at facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP. Check out our YouTube at youtube.com slash at all things MSP. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a one star review. Remember, you're not hurting our ego, it just tells us that you're listening. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Do subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe on our YouTube. If you have questions, check out the new atmsp.link uh, forward slash podcast to be a guest. If you have questions about it, join the Facebook group. There's a new uh, Facebook chat that's going on. We're going to be talking in there uh, through the new face through Facebook Messenger. Everything's happening there. Join, subscribe, like, comment, follow, share. Follow and connect with David. Do a haka. Drink some more water. And that's it for us over the ATMSP podcast. Bye.